0: hey lighthouse niagara family this is pastor joel sloss i hope that the message you receive today blesses you so so much this was on tuesday night and the lord i knew right away the lord was speaking and over the years as i've every sunday every wednesday i have to wait upon the lord so you do get used as it's it becomes part of your routine you do get used to knowing this is the, the the voice of the Lord speaking now. And I just say, thank you, Lord, for that. And uh, so I was awakened just shortly after 3 o'clock on Tuesday uh, morning, early in the morning, and the Lord just began to speak into my heart uh, his word, the word. And just all over, there was passages that were given uh, one one after the other. And so part of it was was. Attempting to keep up as the Lord was uh, giving word. And um, I just I want to refer to Ephesians chapter 5, verse 22. And we, we talked about this last week. We referred to this uh, passage last week. And I, I don't know about you, but um, that we would not be like the ten virgins, five of whom were wise and five of them who who were foolish but that we would be those not on the on the foolish side but on the wise side that we are ready and prepared for the coming of the lord the coming of the lord is very near and at this time the lord desires a church a glorious church and this in this passage it talks about Husbands and wives, and the, the relationship between husbands and wives. It says, wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is head of the wife, as also Christ is head of the church, and he is Savior of the body. Therefore, just as the church is subject to Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands and everything. We're not talking about a, an abusive, harsh, tyrannical husband we're talking about a husband being like the Lord Jesus Christ who willingly gave himself for all of us and for the, the church he is the head of the church it is easy to submit to the God that we have to Jesus Christ king of kings and lord of lords it's easy to submit to him as he gave his life for us. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her. Now listen. That he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word. Let me read that again. That he might sanctify. So that's to, to make holy, to set apart for use, and to cleanse her with the washing of water by the word and we I, I, I went in depth last week and if you didn't catch that message or you weren't here last week just check it out it's called revive come to life the message online and uh, YouTube and there's this aspect when it comes to sanctification sanctification begins the moment we get saved, there's a, a, a work that begins, but the extent of sanctification, of, of being used by God, has to do with us. If we are resistant, you ever try to make somebody do something they didn't want to do? It doesn't work all that well. And the same thing with, the, with sanctification. God desires to do a work, but he will never force himself on you, to change you when you're resistant. And so sanctification takes place the moment we consecrate ourselves to the Lord. And the consecration means I give myself willingly to be not just be used by by God, but to be changed. You want to have change in your life? You want to have something happening in your life powerfully? You willingly give yourself over to, to God, to the Lord Jesus, to the Holy Spirit, to begin to do the work of sanctification it comes as Paul said in Romans 12 verse 1 he says I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God that you would present your bodies a living sacrifice holy and acceptable unto God which is your reasonable service a living sacrifice that we would not be conformed to this world but we would be transformed by the renewing of our mind by the power of God by the power of the Holy Spirit that we would be able to to realize his good and his perfect and his acceptable will that he has for every single one of you. He has a specific plan and purpose for every single one of you that we would submit and say, yes, Lord, let that work be done. Yesterday, there was a wedding that took place here. There was an announcement that that happened uh, last last week that uh, Rochelle... Our daughter, Rochelle, and uh, Pastor Nathan were getting married. And uh, if you didn't know that, they got married yesterday. And uh, yeah. <clears throat> gives an inkling of the Father when it comes to Jesus Christ. And his bride. When it comes to Jesus Christ and that marriage that is taking place, there's, this, there's something <clears throat> within as a father to see a, the bride and bridegroom coming together. There' was a lot of preparation that took place for this wedding, as quick as it, it needed to be at this point there's much preparation that took place there was not a, a coming disheveled and, and uh, unkempt and unclean and, and, but there was a, a, a cleansing there was a preparing there was a, a, a thing of presentation if you would a bride and bridegroom holy before the Lord by his blood, by his word, the Lord is looking. In verse 27, let me read this. That he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. We are the body of Christ. We are the church. There is, there is a work that needs to be done of cleansing. And this glorious church, without spout or wrinkle or any such thing, there is a sanctification that cleansing her with the washing of water by the word. There is a washing of water by the word. And this past Tuesday, there was the word that was given. And it was for over a course of about six hours. I didn't... At one point, I fell asleep for about, I don't know, maybe 20 minutes, half an hour, around 7.30, 8 o'clock. Then I woke again and just continued on. I marked it down. I finished at 9.11 a.m. that morning from 3.08 a.m. to 9.11 a.m. I marked these things down because there's times where I may forget and I need to be reminded of the word of the Lord that was given. The word of the Lord is given. Hallelujah. And the word of the Lord was given at this time. I didn't know what exactly the Lord had for this Sunday, but I recognized even back then, this part of this word, if not all of it, should be given. I'm going to give it in its entirety. And don't, trust me, don't worry, it's not going to take six hours. So you don't have to worry about that. But what I want you to do is I want you to, you want to say, how am I going to be washed? How do I get washed by this, this the, the water, the washing of water by the word? It's allowing that word, just like water flows over you. And that, that, that shower, if you would, comes over you. And there's even as there's a scrubbing, a sanctifying that takes place, the water just rinses you off. And the same thing with as the the word of God comes over you, there would be a rinsing as you allow that word to speak into your heart and as you begin to do the word. Or the word is is a light to our, our, our pathway. It's a lamp to our feet. And so there's a seeing, there's an exposing. As Jesus said in John 3, as he was saying, you know, To Nicodemus, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. But he goes on. He says, God did not come into this world to to condemn the world, or didn't give His son to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And he goes on, and he continues to say, there's a problem, however. Even as people, as there's a light that is there, people come. They see the light. They come to the light. And as soon as they come to the light, they say, oh, but I'm dirty. And because they rather enjoy, it says, because of their sin and the, the fact that they rather enjoy the sin, they, they've come to truth, but they, they want to hang on to their sin and they go back to a place of darkness because so they don't want to let go. So when we come into the light and, and, and the word of God comes to us, it's like water that comes to, to, as we remain there, as we grab a hold of the word, there's a washing that begins to take place. You know what? jesus talks about this in matthew 7 from verse 24 to the to the end of the chapter he he says he talks about the wise man and the foolish man i mentioned earlier about the wise virgins and the foolish virgins one of them was the five of them were prepared five of them were not prepared and the. The thing about the word of the Lord is we can either be wise, it says, the wise man is the one who hears the word of God and does it, and he he likens him onto a man who built his house on a solid foundation. The storm came, the floodwaters rose, and the wind beat against the house, and the house stands, and I have seen it again and again in my own life, as I stand on the word of God, God will never fail you. When you stand on his word, you will not be overcome by the storm. Doesn't matter COVID or no COVID. Doesn't matter what may happen in these last days. The Lord will allow us to get through it through every storm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The foolish man is, 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 hears the same thing. The foolish man hears the same thing as the wise man. The difference is he doesn't do it. If you want to be right, if you want to be prepared, if you want to be cleansed before the Lord, that the water of the, and washing of the water of the word would, would take place even this morning because it will be 95, 98% of what you will hear is the Word of God, and we'll have that going up on the screen. The Word of God, and let that Word wash over you. I might repeat a section or a verse or whatever, because I need for you to grab a hold of the Word of God and let it change you. Let there be a cleansing that takes place in these last days. The Lord is looking for a glorious church without spot or wrinkle. Not a defeated church, but a glorious church. And we make up the church. We are members within the body of Christ. We make up the church that we would be glorious without spot or wrinkle. Hallelujah. So, and for those... Up on top, if you could be ready and just follow along, get those scriptures up here as they as they come up. So this is a word from the Lord, and I beg you to listen and to do. To listen and to do. And even as we are wrapping up this, this time together, this Lord as He the Lord as He was speaking actually ended with this first part it ended with this so I want to read with the word of the Lord to you I thank God as the word is given this will not be forgotten it's written in, in black and white the word of the Lord to all I have spoken for you to come to life to revive Come out of your sleep and slumber. Wake up. It is time for a work to be done. The harvest is ripe. Be those that will work to take in the harvest, for I am coming soon. Bring life to those that are dead. I am he who alone is able to forgive sin sin and make righteous. I alone am he that is preparing my church, glorious and without spot or wrinkle. Because you have kept my command to persevere, I also will keep you from the hour of trial which shall come upon the whole earth to test those who dwell on the earth. Behold, I am coming quickly. Hold fast what you have that no one may take your crown Leading up to this word, I had been awakened in the middle of the night and I could not shake the scriptures that the Lord led me to, to, to write down and to write, to, to write them down. Along with those passages were prayers of repentance and forgiveness. So here are the passages that came over the course of, the, of a number of hours, reminders of what he has already spoken to us in his word, And it ended and culminated with this word that I just gave you. And so the Lord would remind the church of what he has already spoken to us in his word. So listen, listen, and do. Hear and do the word of the Lord. Let there be a washing this morning as you take in the word of God. And I'll give the scripture references as as we go along. Second Chronicles 7:14, verse 15, "If my people, who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Now my eyes will be opened, open and my ears attentive to prayer made in this place. But take heed to yourselves lest your hearts be weighed down with carousing drunkenness and cares of this life. And that day come on you unexpected, for it will come as a snare on all those who dwell on the face of the whole earth. Watch therefore and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. blessed is he who reads and those who hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written in it for the time is near and to the faithful church in Revelations 3, 7 and 8 these things says he who is holy he who is true he who has the key of David he who opens and no one shuts and shuts and no one opens I know your works See I've set before you an open door and no one can shut it for you have little strength have kept my word and have not denied my name For you have little strength have kept my word and have not denied my name So Lord I just I just come before you at this time Forgive us where we have been unfaithful. We humble ourselves before you. We confess our sin and we repent. Lord, the things that we should not be doing, Lord, you have already convicted us by your Holy Spirit. You have, you have not just once, perhaps a number of times, perhaps many times, and you are still there that as we would re, uh, confess and repent, Lord, you are there to cleanse and to wash and make whole. Lord, forgive us where we have depended on our own strength and our own abilities, our own charisma, and we have not kept your word. Lord, forgive us where we've stood on our own ideas and our own opinions, our own feelings and emotions. Forgive us, Lord. And forgive us where we have denied your name, your name that is above every name, At the name of Jesus, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that you are Lord. And Lord, I just pray at this time, even as you give us choice, Lord, that we, as you would declare, we should confess and we should bow down, Lord, that we will make that choice to confess that you are Lord in our lives and that we would bow And surrender and submit to your lordship in our lives. Lord, that your name would be upon us. And your name would be above every name. And we pray at this time. That you would forgive us where we have made light. Of the work that you've accomplished for us on the cross. And Lord, we have gone to other solutions. For, for different things that we may be going through, Lord. Perhaps as a last result, we may have acknowledged you in the time of need because we have gone other, elsewhere. Lord, I pray that we would come to you first. And Lord God, that there would be miracles of healing to make whole, to set free, to deliver to give peace, to to help overcome as we stand, as we believe in your name and we do things in your name, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Lord, help us to watch and pray at this time that we would not be deceived. Lord, we pray that we would be like Paul to the unbeliever and believer alike. Lord, that we would be a, a witness of the the power and the message of the cross for every single individual, both believer and unbeliever, in Jesus' name. 1 Corinthians 2, verse 1. And I, brethren, when I came to you, did not come with excellence of speech or of wisdom declaring to you the testimony of God. This is Paul writing that we would, that's how we would be not coming with excellence of speech or of wisdom declaring to you the testimony of God but rather that we would be determined that those that are lost would know nothing else except Jesus Christ and him crucified I was with you in weakness and fear and in much trembling and my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom but in a demonstration of the spirit and of power that our faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Lord, help us that we would preach not with the persuasive words of human wisdom, but in a demonstration of the Holy Spirit and of power. Hallelujah. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. And Lord, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, for that message that you have given us. Lord, as we heard and we took hold, as it went into within our our being, Lord, of your finished work on the cross, your sacrifice for us, Lord, as we acknowledge that, we acknowledge their sin and our sin being placed on you, Lord, and we allowed you to come into our life. We had life and we have life and we will have life eternal even by that faith, Lord, in who you are and what you've done for us. So we thank you for that message. For when we were still without strength, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet perhaps for a good man someone would even dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love toward us, and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than having now been justified by his blood, we will be saved from wrath through him. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, much more than having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. Praise God. And not only that, but we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received the reconciliation. For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And so to all the churches, to everyone that would place Jesus as Lord in their lives, grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come, and from the seven spirits who are before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler over the kings of the earth, to him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood, and has made us kings and priests to his God and Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah. That we would be kings and priests To his God and Father, the one that washed us from our sins in his own blood because he loved us so much. The Lord would remind us as he spoke 2,000 years ago and he's speaking even now today, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And, lo, I will be with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. Let it be. So be it. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. For the Jew first and also for the Greek. For in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. For this reason, let us bow our knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant us according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in our hearts through faith, that we being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints, what is the width and the length and depth and height to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge that we may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him, who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us, to him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. So be it. Let it be. Let me just read those last few verses again. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. To him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. The Lord desires to do powerful things beyond what we may even ask or think. We begin to ask that we begin to think the things of the Lord and and ask even beyond, Lord, beyond what we may even think be accomplished. What we may even would ask Ephesians 4 from verse 1, to all the church, to all of you, that we would walk worthy of the calling with which we were called. You've been called. You've been called. Not just by anybody, but by the the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, by her Father in heaven, you've been called, and we would walk worthy of the calling that He has called us with. With all lowliness and gentleness, with long-suffering, bearing with one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace, there is one body and one spirit. Just as we were called in one hope of our calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. Do you understand? Do you realize, is, it, is, it, is there a recognition of the one that is above all and through all is in you all? All. We can do all things. For by grace, for by grace we have been saved through faith and that not of ourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. For we are his workmanship. You, you, you are his workmanship. Hallelujah. You are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. The things that he's created you to be, that you would walk in what he's created you to be, to do what he's created you to do, that you would do it. So let us, therefore, do what we've been created to And called to do. Behold. He is coming with clouds. And every eye will see him. Even they who pierced him. And all the tribes of the earth. Will mourn because of him. Even so. Amen. Jesus would remind us. Regarding these last days. Take heed. That no one deceives you. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. All of these are the beginning of sorrows. Then they will deliver you up in tribulation and kill you, and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then many will be offended, will betray one another, and will hate one another. Then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. And because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. So, Lord, I just pray. In these last days, I pray for all of those here today, those that would be online, listening online. Lord, those that that may not hear, Lord, that they would not be deceived in these last days. Lord, let them them not be deceived by man. Let them not, not be deceived by the enemy. In Jesus' name, let them not be deceived by anything. Lord, that we would endure to the end until your coming, a glorious church, a glorious church without spot or wrinkle, a glorious church doing what you've called us to do in the power and the authority of your name and in the power of and in and, and the authority and in demonstration of your spirit in and through us in Jesus name and as the Apostle Paul warned us so long ago by, by the Holy Spirit as the serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness so your minds may be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ the simplicity of Jesus Christ and him crucified that nothing would take that from you nothing For if he who comes preaches another Jesus whom we have not preached, Jesus Christ and him crucified, something else. Or if you receive a different spirit which you have not received, or a different gospel which you have not accepted, that you may well put up with it. I pray to God you would not ever put up with anything that is not the gospel of Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ and him crucified. So, Lord, let us stand strong in, our pers- in any persecution, in any trial, in any tribulation, and even the attacks of our adversary, Satan. Lord, even the enemy, Lord, that our faith would not waver or falter. You are interceding for us. Lord, we thank you that even after we would go through these times, and these difficulties and these challenges, Lord, that we would be able to strengthen and encourage our brothers and our sisters in the Lord. Lord, that we could lift them up in Jesus' name. And as the Lord said, the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly, that we would walk in that abundance, the abundance of the Lord the Lord would comfort and encourage each one of us at this time. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself that where I am, there you may be also. And where I go, you know, and the way you know. And Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going, and how can we know the way? And as our Lord would say to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And Lord, I just pray that in these last days, because of our testimony and and our sharing of the gospel, that many would come to know you, the one who is the way, the truth, and the life, that they would come to salvation, salvation from their sins and life full and abundant in you and eternal, Lord, forever. Lord, they will come to know this. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Regarding these times, our Lord Jesus has declared, it is not for you to know the times or seasons which the Father has put in his own authority, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. I just want to interject here. I believe that the Lord is saying, for this Thursday that we would spend time believing this. If you've not been filled with the Holy Spirit, we're gonna take that time on Thursday, that there would be an infilling, Thursday night, seven o'clock, fill us with the the Holy Spirit. If you have been filled with the Holy Spirit, that there would be a refilling and and just a continual flow of the Spirit of God in and through us as the church In these last days, we cannot function without the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit in these last days. That there would be a a tenfold, hundredfold work accomplished in these last days by the Spirit of God, even as it began 2,000 years ago, that it would be a hundredfold of what it was 2,000 years ago, as the power of the Holy Spirit would come upon you, would come upon me, and would go flow through us, that we would operate in a demonstration of the Holy Spirit and power at this time. So in the power of the Holy Spirit... We will be obedient to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. But he who does not believe will be condemned. I pray that they will believe as they hear the word, the good news of Jesus Christ. And these signs will follow those who believe, that you would believe, that we would believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. In Jesus' name, the oppression of demonic attack would be gone. In Jesus' name, as we would speak, in Jesus' name, that oppression would be gone. The attacks of the enemy, gone. In Jesus' name, for the believer or for the unbeliever. For those that are unbelievers, even as I refer to this satanic stuff that is, is, would, would want to, to be prevalent in our society and it seems to get more and more prevalent in these last days. I pray to God that even as sin abounds, that grace will abound even more. That there would be many that will come in the darkest of times that the light would shine brightly, the church, the glorious church would do the work Of of, that we were called to do in these last days, to go out and preach to every single person, to be available, to be used by, by God. Listen, we do not want our loved ones to miss when the trumpet sounds. We don't want them to be here after the trumpet sounds and what is yet to come during those years of tribulation. We would not want them to be here, that we would be so bold as to speak the good news of Jesus Christ to them to give them an opportunity. Not only as we believe in his name that we would cast out demons and take authority over the enemy, but we will speak with new tongues. There will be an infilling of the Holy Spirit of each and every one. The Lord is saying to us, this is available to us, Lord, that they will speak with new tongues. We would not be ashamed of what God has given us, to, to do battle in the spiritual realm as we speak in another language and we do spiritual warfare. Or Lord, or as we would begin to praise and worship him, not just with, with understanding, but in, in the spirit and in song. As we would lift up the Lord Jesus Christ, that our faith would be strengthened, that we would have rest, that we would have a, a refreshing as we take that time with stammering lips to speak in another language as we are filled with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That we would not be afraid afraid that we would take up serpents. No fear. And if if we drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt us. We would recognize the Lord is with us as we believe He is there to protect us. No matter what, He is there to protect you. As we believe in Jesus' name. And we would lay hands on the sick. And they will recover. As we believe. Lord, forgive us. Where we have not believed. For any unbelief and doubt. Lord, even as you rebuked. The, the, your disciples because they, they didn't believe. Lord, we, we ask for forgiveness. Where we have doubted. Your word, we have doubted you. We have doubted the power of your name. So forgive us. Forgive us, Lord. Forgive us for not heeding your word and doing your word or keeping your word. Forgive us, Lord. You loved us and went to the cross, taking all our sin and the consequences of our sin upon yourself. You suffered, you bled, and you died for us, and you rose again to life overcoming death and Hades and the dominion and, and, and of darkness and sin, you overcame and you desire to bring new life, both abundant and eternal, as well as a hope and a peace to everyone and anyone who will place their faith in you because you love us and you love even the worst sinner. You died for them. You have been received into heaven and are sitting at the right hand of of the Father, and all power and authority is yours. We acknowledge that. We confess that. As you say, and as you are, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. And as they went out and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them, and confirming the word through the accompanying signs so long ago even as they that went happened 2000 years ago it will happen to us just ordinary sons and daughters of the most high god operating in the power of Jesus name and the power that raised Jesus from the dead the power of the holy spirit we we once We're lost, but now have been found. Let us be what we should be so that he can do what he desires to do through us, his church, before his return. The Lord has spoken. Revive. Come to life. Shine in this present darkness. In his name, let us the church boldly move forward in the power of his spirit. Now may the God of peace who brought up our Lord Jesus from the dead, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, listen, make us complete in every good work to do his will working in us what is well-pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. This is the word of the Lord that he gave to me on Tuesday, March 23rd between 3.08 a.m. and 9.11 a.m. I thank God those kinds of things. The Lord speaks distinctly. I take note. As soon as the Lord started speaking, I looked at my, my watch, or actually it was my watch, it was my, my phone. And I took note of that time. The Lord has spoken. Can we stand together? Is this not a good word? Is this not a good word? This is a word that the Lord gives he has the power to change. He has the power to cleanse us and make us new and to, to, to make us that vessel of honor that he says, I can use you, and he desires to use us in these last days, a glorious church without spot or wrinkle. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Lord, I just thank you. I thank you for your word this morning. Lord, I thank you for the, the instruction Lord, I thank you for the grace and the truth of it. Lord, your heart is one of love, but Lord, you are also truth. And Lord God, I just, I thank you for the clarity of what you speak to us. And Lord, this word, I pray that as people have grabbed a hold of it, will begin to be what you've called them to be, to do what you've called them to do. And in all of it, Jesus, that you would be exalted. And so, Lord, I pray your anointing, the anointing of your spirit upon us at this time to accomplish your will for your glory and for your honor. And everyone says, amen, amen. God bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he turn his countenance upon you and give you peace. And I would just say this, for those of you, please, um, can I have the, the house lights on there? Uh, Nathan, if you could turn them on quick. You can't, because I need to know. Uh, Clarence, can you be at the end? If there's anybody that is heading out and coming in, can you just take account of those that will be staying or coming back for the, uh, the meeting Uh, the business meeting at 1 o'clock. So we will be starting, if you can come for about 10 to 1, uh, you're welcome to stay here during that time. Uh, uh, But if you can come for 10 to 1, we'll start at 1 o'clock sharp because there's a number of people joining us on Zoom. So God bless you. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you throughout the week as the Lord puts on your heart to come. God bless. Hey, Lighthouse family. Thanks so much for tuning in to another one of our podcast sermons. I'm Pastor Joel Sloss. For more podcasts, media, and live stream services at lighthouseniagara.com Sundays at 10 o'clock. God bless.